Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Pick up some extra pens at the general store. We have a petition to sign. It's high noon for Thursday, September 17th, 2020. And we are holding an event today, a petition signing event for... The recall of California's inept, corrupt governor, Gavin Newsom, who has overseen this state's descent into chaos and poverty and essentially third world status. If California was its own nation, it would have the seventh largest economy in the world. We are number one in poverty for the United States. We are, at last I looked, 37th in education. We have hundreds of thousands of homeless people, or over 100,000. I'm not sure if it's above 200,000, so I don't want to be inaccurate there. Oh, and speaking of inaccuracy, I think I said that the female cop who was shot in the face by the criminal in Compton uh, was 24. She's 31. So I wanted to remember to correct the record there. Um, But yes, uh, massive number of homeless people, escalating crime. We are intentionally allowing criminals out of prison, even ones with COVID, to stop people from getting COVID in prisons. They'll all be voting, of course, for Democrats. Uh, That's not a conspiracy theory. That's really happening. Dodger Stadium is being used for LeBron's more than a vote uh, initiative sponsored by Rock the Vote, which is a Democratic get out the vote initiative under the guise of increasing, increasing voter participation. That is not what it is. And... Rock the Vote was started by a former business partner of 
Steve Bing, who is a massive, who was a massive Democratic donor until his beliefs started changing. And he, out of nowhere, had a relapse into drug addiction. And one week later, his body was found 27 floors below his balcony or the balcony of the place where he was staying. It's a mystery. And where did all his money go after he died? Go ahead and search that on the internet. It's good times. So that event that LeBron is holding is specifically and outwardly, this is what it says in their public relations, that it's for ex-felons to be able to vote. And my concern has always been that they will use massive polling stations to close down local polling stations while still complying with the law because California has universal mail-in voting. And so they are intentionally closing down polling stations on the basis of COVID. We will soon be getting ballots and soon be getting a list of places where people will be allowed to vote. The concern is that in many cities around California, rather than having polling places, they will have what they're calling voter assistance centers, which are not polling places. You can still go there and vote in person, they say, but what you'll be filling out, of course, is not your ballot. It's a provisional ballot that may or may not get counted at some point. We have little fires everywhere and not just the TV show. JK, LOL, they are massive fires everywhere. And these massive fires are caused by poor forest management, otherwise known as climate change. So that cover is meant to do two things. It's meant to tell liberals that this is all that the fires are all conservatives fault as if conservatives run and govern California. And it's to take all the responsibility away from the people who are in power and who are accountable for this. It's also extraordinarily anti-science because you can see the rise in these fire problems reflected in the same timeline as the policy decisions were made that caused them. Okay. If climate change was the cause of these massive fires, why were there fires like this before the invention of the automobile, before factory farming, before all of the things that we are told are the cause of man-made climate change? Why were there hotter temperatures back then? Okay, those two things are true. Those states of the world did exist. So it can't be climate change that was causing those fires and those record temperatures. Why would it be climate change now? Why would it be climate change now when 
just a few years ago before they started doing these things. By the way, these changes in forest management were enacted to appease environmentalists. Environmentalists have this, uh, are constantly operating on the naturalist fallacy where the best thing is the most basic natural thing. They think that an automatic return to a state of nature is better. That is not necessarily true. It is 2020. We are not cavemen. We know, for instance, that things like chemotherapy are not natural, but that they save people's lives from cancer. So what then? Are we supposed to pretend that the increase in our uh, age of mortality, the average age of mortality, that increase does not coincide with the advances we've made in medicine that have absolutely nothing to do with living in the natural world as the environmentalists see it? Does it matter at all that the renewable sources of energy, as they are called, solar and wind in particular, cannot supply enough energy to meet California's demand? Does that matter? I am not arguing that humans do not have an effect on climate change. I'm happy to accept that they do. I'm also happy to accept that environmentalists have valid, reasonable, good points to make. That doesn't mean that you can solve everything by listening to what environmentalists say. And we can pretty clearly see that's not true or else the state wouldn't be on fire. We haven't been able to see an actual blue sky in two weeks in California. And it's not because the weather would, would have been bad anyway. What else about Gavin? His family history of corruption, his indebtedness, his permanent indebtedness to the Getty family, the free house he received, his complete bungling of his response to the coronavirus, doing things like closing down hospitals for elective care, which, by the way, is not elective. It's not like a nice plastic surgery to fix your, the bags under your eyes or anything. It's about surgeries that are not emergency surgeries. But the hospitals were close to that. Screenings for cancer. All because Gavin believed a model that overestimated the threat of coronavirus tenfold more. The state is leading the nation in unemployment because of the lockdowns. And again, this is not because of the pandemic. It's because of the lockdowns. Okay. Lockdowns were never tried nationwide on any wide scale for anything before this. There's no proof that lockdowns have ever worked. 
there is not proof from the coronavirus that lockdowns have worked. There's ample proof that they did not. And yet we are still restricted in California six months later. I think today might even be the six month anniversary of 15 days to slow the spread. Gavin Newsom went and spoke at the Democratic National Convention, as did our ridiculous mayor, Eric Garcetti, because these guys are looked at as rising stars in the Democrat Party. The belief has always been that California will be an example for the rest of the country about where progressiveness can take us. And I hope it is. Because the rest of the country should know that these are the worst ideas ever tried. California is a third world state. Incredible wealth, rampant poverty. Gated communities, rampant crime. Homeless people everywhere. While we are spending $700,000 per unit to build housing for them. 40% of which goes to consultants. California is basically a pyramid scheme of graft and corruption. They convince Californians that their taxes should be raised so that they can achieve this or that goal in fixing social problems disconnected from that goal. And we keep doing it. And what they do is take that money and divide it among little powerful constituencies and then the money's all gone. And the thing that we wanted to have happen doesn't happen. And the people who were told that our complicity will help are not being helped. I've said this a bunch of times. If these policies worked, they would have worked. All right. None of this stuff is brand new. All of it is a disaster. They keep doubling down on the disaster because that's how they keep getting more money. <clears throat> they were prepared to raise the tax rate, the top tax rate in California up to 16.8%, I believe it was, which would put the top income earners in California at an overall tax rate well over 50% of their income. Then they were going to make it even worse by instituting a wealth tax that lasts for 10 years, even if you move out of the state or even if you move into the state where you had earned the money elsewhere. And, you know, their justification is that the money you earn in California is subject to that wealth tax unless you made the money elsewhere and then that money subject to it too. So they're punishing wealthy people for leaving California 
and they're leaving California due to the terrible decisions of our governor and our mayors and our state legislature and our citizens, honestly, with the uh, the ballot system, the prop system. We all make terrible decisions in California because we are told that if we don't make those exact decisions, then we are harming people who are less fortunate than us. It is governing not by consent, but by guilt and coercion. We are evil unless we do this thing they say. Oh, it didn't work. But if you don't help more, you're evil. Oh, that didn't work either. My friends got rich. But listen, we're going to need more of your money. And if you don't say yes, you're a racist. And we'll tell everybody. Like, it's okay. You can be racist, but we'll tell everybody. We'll make sure you don't have a job. Well, I mean, or you can just go along with this political policy that we want to pass. Like, it's not a big deal. Just your one vote. Like, put your vote there. And then you can keep your career. Seems like a good deal to me. I feel like I could go on about Gavin and Eric the Whispering Fool all day, but I'm not going to. I suppose this is worth saying for anyone who will listen to High Noon this afternoon. We are doing a signing outside the Erewhon Market on Beverly Boulevard. And hopefully everyone will come support and we can get we can help the cause of getting rid of this horrifically bad governor. But let's move on. So Nashville, Tennessee, some emails were leaked last night and it implicates the entire city government in the intentional hiding of the statistics about COVID transmission from bars. The city government made it impossible for people to know that the transmission in bars was virtually zero. They were intentionally covering it up. The emails say explicitly, this is not for public consumption. What should we say? And people are pretending that Trump passed life-saving information onto Bob Woodward and that that is an example of dishonesty in communicating the threat to the public from coronavirus. And I want to suggest that the threat of hiding information that makes people feel safer and less threatened information that would allow them to go back to work and resume a social life is far more harmful and far more deadly than Trump saying publicly that he thought there was no reason to panic and that he wanted to be a cheerleader for America. That's what people are complaining about, that he had all this information that he passed to Bob Woodward I mean, it wasn't information that, you know, could have been acted on. Or, of course, Bob Woodward would bear moral responsibility for not telling anyone for six months, seven months. 
but that is said to be a harmful withholding of information. And this withholding of information, this dishonesty is for our benefit, of course, because if we're more scared then everybody's more likely to follow the coronavirus restrictions and then everyone is saved. So this is a noble lie. It should say something important that they need to lie about the threat of coronavirus to make people follow the restrictions. It's almost like the restrictions don't match reality and they all know it. You wouldn't need fear to convince people of things that the facts could convince them of. And so here we are all these many months later, people like me and others saying that this stuff was happening the entire time were ignored. We were called conspiracy theorists. And now this stuff is coming out. And to think that this only happened in Nashville would be incredibly naive and incredibly ignorant. This happened everywhere. These people were not following the science and the data at all. They were making these decisions because they wanted to achieve certain political goals. These mayors and governors were not operating in a vacuum. They were operating in conjunction with other Democratic mayors and governors. It is not a coincidence that the four states that put sick people into nursing homes are all Democrat. It is not a coincidence that the major cities still enduring strict guidelines for coronavirus mitigation are all led by Democrats. It's not a coincidence that these states are the ones seeking federal bailouts and holding up coronavirus relief for actual American citizens to achieve their political goals. Nashville has a crazy, crazy bar scene. Nashville is known as the bachelorette party capital of the country, maybe of the world. If bars are not transmitting coronavirus in Nashville, where are they? Super spreaders. Probably nowhere, right? Where is the proof anywhere that bars and restaurants are the problem? They've told us that bars and restaurants are the problem. They tell us over and over again. It doesn't happen to be true, but they tell us. And so we believe it. And so we're scared. Because people wouldn't continue to be scared if they were allowed to go live semi-normal lives. And that's what social environments provide. The sense of normalcy and community required for people to be happy and not scared. So we take that ability away. The idea that this is not intentional is naive and no one should believe it.
And what will we do when other emails like those come out? Because the funny thing about the way they've handled Trump and all the many scandals they pretend they have about him, including a new ridiculous sexual assault allegation today that doesn't even, if it were all true, approach a rape claim, though that's how the media is framing it. The same media who did not pursue Tara Reid's claims against Joe Biden. But all the scandals operate this way. They try to get to the very bottom of every last thing Trump could have possibly said and then assume that the worst interpretation of the most damning leak is actually true. Like the uh, Russian bounty thing, for instance. Where did that story go? Well, it's been totally debunked, completely and totally debunked. Okay, there was no truth to that story. Yet White House correspondents asked about it in the briefing room countless times. Your dumb liberal friends repeated it ad nauseum because it confirms their suspicions about Russian interference in the 2016 election, which was also proven untrue. And if anything is the exact opposite, Trump was the victim in that situation, not the perpetrator. That's how all these scandals go. But no one has ever done this, at least not in this cycle, this year. No one has ever done this for the Democrats holding positions of power. We have some information now on the review of Andrew Cuomo putting COVID patients into nursing homes. We know that nursing homes are responsible for over 50% of the COVID deaths, the COVID-related deaths in the country. Are we supposed to believe that this stuff isn't out there for all of them? It is, of course. All you have to do is look at the inconsistencies between what they've said and what they said before or what they've said in reality to know that a lot of messed up shit was sold to us as truth and the science and the data when it was not. And it will come out. Unless, of course, Donald Trump is somehow defeated by Joe Biden and then none of it will ever come out, which is exactly why they care so much about this election, aside from the state bailouts for their friends, so that we can see what it's like for Eric Garcetti and Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo to have power at the national level. Eric Garcetti is expected to be in Joe Biden's cabinet, uh, most likely as the secretary of uh, housing and urban development, because he's done so well on that in L.A. Eric Garcetti is now advertising on his Twitter that he is going to be holding uh, phone banking sessions for Joe Biden every Monday because that's what Los Angeles needs. And speaking of what people have said versus what they've said before, uh, Robert Redfield, director of the CDC, testified yesterday. And although he had testified six months ago that there was no reason for healthy people to be wearing masks, Yesterday, he claimed that the mask was proven more effective than a virus than a vaccine might be. 
That's utterly insane. If that were true, then why can't we just all live completely normal lives with masks on? I mean, masks are so effective, right? If masks are more effective than a vaccine and a vaccine can give us herd immunity, even though we already have it, then masks can give us herd immunity. And if masks can give us herd immunity, then we've already had herd immunity the entire time. And if we've had herd immunity the entire time, then we shouldn't have any restrictions. Of course, masks don't work better than a vaccine. And before May 2020, there was no reason to believe that masks could stop the spread of a virus at all. And all guidance pointed against that. And multiple other countries still believe that guidance because, of course, the science hasn't changed. And coronavirus, though it is a novel coronavirus, is not substantively different in its means of transmission than other viruses. And so Trump got grilled on this in a press conference because he was disagreeing with Robert Redfield. Trump was right about this. And Redfield retracted his statement. And then the news got very mad and said that that was because of Trump and not because of the science. And the White House correspondents tried to grill Kaylee McEnany and Donald Trump yesterday. They failed miserably and looked pathetic doing it. But this stuff is ridiculous. You want to know why nobody believes that masks work? Because everyone who says that they do has also said that they don't. And all the science prior to May 2020 said that they don't. So why are we to now believe that it's true? It's so ridiculous. I'm going to uh, wrap up right now because I have to hurry my ass up and get down to this signing. So it is technically before high noon right now, but high noon is on its way. And at that time, you will hear this, but you won't hear this until at least mm, 30 minutes after high noon, technically, and maybe way later. But I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to more hopes fall. Goodbye. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and give it a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so new listeners can take your word for it. You can follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I'm Your Moderator. If you have feedback, you can email heymoderator at I'mYourModerator.com or use the hashtag HeyModerator on Twitter. If you'd like to support the show, search Be Reasonable on Patreon where I'll have additional daily ish segments in a special podcast feed of the show, as well as my writing and audio readings of those articles. You can also go to anchor.fm slash be reasonable and become a supporter there. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Be reasonable. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. 
I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'mYourModerator.Substack.com. The merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!